Welcome to the Financial Futurist Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Schenker, the Financial Futurist. Bloomberg News ranks me one of the top financial forecasters in the world in my role as the president of Prestige Economics. I'm also the chairman of the Futurist Institute. And on this podcast, we talk about markets, business, and future technology. This is the Financial Futurist Podcast. This week on the Financial Futurist Podcast, we'll be talking about jobs, oil prices, global growth, and robots. We'll cover all of these subjects and more on this week's episode of the Financial Futurist Podcast. Last week, the most important economic indicators of the month were released. In the United States, there was a big focus on U.S. jobs for the month of December. In total, there were 148,000 net new jobs added in the month of December 2017. This was well below the consensus expectations of 195,000 net new jobs, and it was also well below whisper numbers that some people had tossed out there of job creation around 250. 50,000 net new jobs. But while the headline number was disappointing, the unemployment rate remained low at 4.1% and wage inflation remained up 2.5% year over year. Essentially, the U.S. job market is at full employment. This is one of the Fed's two mandates, to have the U.S. labor market be at full employment and to keep inflation contained. For the moment, inflation is contained and the U.S. job market is in a good spot at relatively full employment. In fact, the average number of jobs gains for the last three months was 204,000 jobs. Not too shabby, even though the December number was only 148,000. Now, beyond the U.S. jobs number last week, there were also critical economic reports that were released globally for China, the United States, and Europe. These are the purchasing manager indices, and I've talked about these on a number of occasions, and their importance for commodity prices, as well as their importance for the health of the global economy. In December 2017, the Chinese Saishi Shin Manufacturing PMI, the U.S. ISM Manufacturing PMI, and the Eurozone Manufacturing PMI all showed expansions. They were all above 50, and they all accelerated. Most importantly, the Chinese PMI, which had been languishing in recent months, saw a nice pop. It should be very supportive for oil prices and industrial metals prices. And the Eurozone Manufacturing PMI showed a 54th consecutive monthly expansion, as well as a record high level. Now, this index was created in the mid-90s, and a record level here clearly shows that Europe is a rockin'. It also means that the European Central Bank at some point soon is going to pull the trigger and probably surprise markets with the prospects of tighter monetary policy. Right now, there's no concern about that. There's no major expectations of that, but it's a common and one core economic expectation we've consistently had for 2018 is that in the tug of war between the dollar and the euro, that the euro will likely be, by the end of the year, the winner. In other words, the the euro is likely to be stronger by the end of 2018 against the dollar. Of course, the manufacturing PMIs are also very important for commodity prices, oil prices. These have been on a significant tear lately. Really, since the middle of the month of December, there have been a really big bounce up in industrial metals prices, oil prices. They've been rising on trend since the OPEC meeting, where the decision to reduce oil production was extended by OPEC and non-OPEC members through the end of 2018. And all those factors are going on in the background while the 
global economy is also expanding, something shown in these manufacturing PMIs. Now, these will be important indicators to watch in the immediate term and in coming months to ensure that growth continues forward, especially as foreign central banks look to remove monetary accommodation. I'm Jason Schenker, and you're listening to The Financial Futurist Podcast. In the future technology portion of this week's Financial Futurist podcast, I want to talk a little bit about our latest project, which is the Robot and Automation Almanac for 2018. Uh, This is a book. It's actually a compilation with essays from robot and automation experts, investors, and executives that all seek to answer the question, what is likely to happen in 2018 for robots and automation? That's a really cool question. It's a really interesting question, and it doesn't just have one answer. And the almanac actually shows 23 different answers to this question. And we've divided up the book into two parts, robots you see and robots you don't. Because in 2018, it seems likely that you're going to see more robots in your day-to-day lives, but also that robots that operate in the supply chain and in the background are also likely to become more important for the economy and a more important part of fulfilling promises of things like e-commerce. You want your stuff right now, well, so does everyone, and even though we think e-commerce e-commerce is a big part of retail sales, it's only 9.1% of all retail sales as of the third quarter of 2017. And as that percent of retail sales, it's e-commerce increases, you're going to need more robots and automation on the back end to make the magic happen. The Robot and Automation Almanac's already been ranked a number one new release on Amazon in the categories of robots and automation. And this is really exciting. It's been a really great project. I am so honored to be working with the people who are involved in contributing to the Robot and Automation Almanac. We've got executives from all kinds of companies, HP, Microsoft, Locus, Vecna, and just a number of people that uh, some I've known for years and, and some that have become new acquaintances as a result of the project. It's a great book. It's about 180 pages. It's up on Amazon now, the Robot and Automation Almanac. You can also find it at robotalmanac.com. This was a really great project to do. I was the editor of the book and it was compiled actually by the Futurist Institute. I think you're going to love it. In the coming weeks, we'll be talking about different expectations for technology in the year ahead, and we'll be drawing on some of the information that people contributed to the Robot Automation Almanac. So I look forward to sharing that with you in little bits and snippets here and there on future episodes of the Financial Futurist Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Financial Futurist Podcast with me, Jason Schenker, the Financial Futurist. You can follow me on Twitter, at Prestige Econ and check out my website, jasonschenker.com. On jasonschenker.com, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter to make sure you're getting the latest and most important information about markets, business, and future technology. Until next week.